You're listening to The Served Up Show, a podcast that features inspiring beverage professionals and topic experts that share their passions through meaningful content. Your hostesses, Bridget Albert, is best known as the Market Fresh Mixologist, an industry mentor with over 25 years of experience. And I'm Julie Milroy, best known for my passion for leading change and helping others grow in their careers. Grab a cocktail and sit back. Let's learn how we can make a positive impact in our industry. Hello, Served Up friends. I'm excited to introduce you to a powerful couple, Ana and Juan Pablo, co-founders and owners of Raicia La Reina, a love spirit made from Agave Maximiliana near the coast of Jalisco. Their story begins and unfolds with this rare love potion that has captured hearts all over Mexico, Italy, and now the world. As Anna says, we must not be shy in promoting love. In a land where tequila is king, Raicia is the queen. Fairy tale beauty, real life romance. Now sit back, grab a glass of Raicia La Reina, and get swept away. Juan and Anna, thank you so much for joining us today on Served Up. How are you doing and how's your new year? Oh, hello. Happy New Year to you. And thank you so much for this opportunity of, of being here and meeting you and talking to you about sharing about Brasilia. Uh, We're great. Thank you. How are you? Wonderful. Wonderful. And Juan, where are you guys now? Where is your current location that you're dialing in from? Yes, we live in Puerto Vallarta. Uh, It's the Pacific side of the state of Jalisco. And we also have our warehouse in Atenguillo, where Ana is from, which is around three hours away into the mountains in between Guadalajara and Puerto Vallarta. Oh, wonderful. Well, we wanted to release your episode, The Month of Love, um, February, which we're so excited to share not only your love story, but how your Recia came to life. So please take us back and and share your story. Oh, well, um, so happy to share it because it's something that well, we live every day, so it's uh, uh, it's about this story about five years ago since uh, La Reina Zabran started. But um, well, I'm from a small town. The name is Atenguillo, like Juan Pablo said. And this town, it's about one thousand five hundred people, so it's really really small. It's like um, I think your your neighborhood is bigger. It has more people than my town. And it's really wonderful to be to grow there. I grew up there until until I was 18 years old. And then I moved to Guadalajara, which is the biggest city near to my town to continue with my studies at the university. And when I moved to Guadalajara, I started bringing Raicilla to the parties or reunions because that was the dream that I knew that uh, my grandfather used to drink. And my dad now drinks and all the people from Atenguillo drinks. So 
it was something that I knew and, and I started bringing Racia. So I was, the girl, I was the girl that I was always invited to the parties. And that was my interest in the big city. And one of those events, one of those reunions, I met Juan Pablo and uh, he said, hey, I'm going to have an, a party in my apartment. Just bring, bring some beers. So I brought Racia and two months after he proposed me. And so that's why Racia has been a love project uh, to me. And now five years after from that event, um, the people that have been connected to, to the project has been amazing people that I learned through them, but they just connect for our inspiration that um, I start bringing Racilla to my friends in Guadalajara because I the, it was a drink that I knew, but it was a drink I loved and I used to love. And the people that connected is, is the same. Like they love what they drink and they're inspired by the producer family that um, when he tried it uh, from Pablo, I invite him to, to see the process of, of La Taberna, of the producer family, which is 40 minutes away at the mountains from Atenguillo. So you get to Atenguillo and then you drive on a, on a road. It's really, uh, se dice? Rock. Rock, yes. So it's like 40 minutes away from that, from Atenguillo. And it's just uh, five families. It's just the producer with their kids. And they also are the producers of Resilla. And I invite Juan Pablo to see how they do it and why I was so in love with this product. and. Of course, he fell in love as well. <laughs> and yeah, so as we start bringing Resilla to our friends in Guadalajara, like the friends that had some bars or restaurants. And we saw by then how uh, the challenge was really big because it was the boom of mezcal and it was a boom of, well, tequila was the land of tequila, which is Jalisco. And people were asking us, like, why is this so expensive? What is Resilla? How it can Like, people didn't know what it was. But um, we just uh, couldn't stop by them because it was something then, of course, when you try it, you will say, oh, okay, now, now I understand why, why she's talking about. But when you try it, um, so we started just promoting with our friends. And, and realize how difficult, but not difficult, just the challenge was really big by then. We just uh, decided to continue. And one day I invite two of my friends, uh, my girlfriends, to come to the taberna and his friends to with these cameras. And we started the social media. So two months after that, uh, we, we start um, making the, the Instagram, the Facebook, and a company from Italy called us that they saw us on the internet and they wanted to try Resilla. We were really excited, like, oh, yeah, someone like wanted to, so we can share it. That um, So they try it and they asked for two pallets, which is 1,500K uh, bottles. So from that moment, we realized how uh, the market, it was from the, in that moment, it was the expectations, like how people start value the Brasilia before there because it was tequila and, and mezcal. So we start promoting an exportation and now uh, we export to 12 countries. 
I, I don't know if it was too fast in these conversations, but like from my town to now, the, the expectations um, has been a journey because in that moment we were cutting the labels with the sisters and just our friends, just sharing and something that we love, but we didn't understand how big this it was. And and now that we are in these 12 countries exporting like Italy and, and United States and Canada, Panama, China, uh, we, we sent a pallet to China before COVID. And it was something that, that we realized how our efforts uh, had to direct to that. And then after being out of Mexico, all the focus and energy came back. And now these years started selling in Mexico and we saw how everything's so perfect. So like aligned because uh, the first clients here, it was a luxury resorts as uh, Albert Resorts or Four Seasons. And they start taking our, uh, the product that with experience that we have been taking in these years. And so um, the La Reina as a brand start, um, the name of La Reina, uh, we decided to, to put this name because of three reasons. First, it was the type of agave, which is agave maximiliana. And it's like bigger than blue agave from tequila, which is like a crown. So uh, we saw like it's the crown, la reina, la corona. So the second reason it was for Silvia. Silvia is the wife of the master producer. And also she produced Rosilla and she is the queen. She's our, really our, an inspiration. It's like uh, when you get there to the taberna, you come back, it's like a retreat <laughs> with Raycilla uh, because you see how they take care of the land and how they share the food and they protect the land and, and, and the food comes from the land that they take care of it and they receive you with, with so much love, always give you food and give you Raycilla and even, even if they don't know you, from all these years when I grew up, because the producer family and my family, my mom and dad, they're friends from since I remember. And I was a little girl and I used to go to the quinceañeras or the weddings. So from that memory until now, and the people that comes there always has been the same. You feel like so welcome and they give you so much love. And it's, it's like to go there and disconnect from the world because you, we don't have electricity and all the tools to make raisilla are made by hand, like the wooden masses to mash the, the cook agave and, and everything is made by their hands. So it's an inspiration then go back to reality, to the city and to share all this love. So uh, Silvia has been uh, the queen, la reina, all this time. And the third reason is um, because we said that Jalisco is the lamb of tequila, which is tequila, the city. So we said in the land where tequila is the king, Raicilla is the queen, la reina. Yeah, so that's the reasons. And now this slogan is the official uh, saying of, of Raicilla. Uh, not because we said it, it's just one day, the government of Jalisco set in in a meeting, so now it's official. And from that, from that reason, uh, we start sharing uh, the name of Raycilla La Reina. 
when we start seeing of this challenge or obstacles by then, uh, we couldn't stop. And we realized when Italy bought these cases, how after they bought the product, how they gonna share it? Because they need to come to the taberna. They need to share like exactly how we do it. And it's so much work for them, for us. So we start creating uh, with education. We invite a spirit specialists to come to the taberna and to tell us with their words how was why the, what, this was so perfect. Like why this was so like the level of methanols were so pure, like so low. That now Kubala after is going to explain all, all of this, but. We create this uh, collaborations with people that they, when they came and see Julio Topete, the, the maestro, this, el maestro Reisillero, they were really amazed how perfect he was making all the process. And it was like, oh, you take all the ashes out and clean the oven before taking all the piñas in because the furfural, something that everything matched. So we start creating the Reisilla Masterclass, like the RAIN experience, where we can focus on education because it was a, a purpose to, to communicate all this love and all this passion, but it has to go with steps of education. Uh, so we create the Reisilla Masterclass and that's why um, the hotels, like I said before, they took this experience uh, for the customers, like how can we share it? That's really great. I, I love, um, you know, I love that you think of all those things, right? Because Reisia and and it being part of your culture and and what you know and and your passion for it is one thing. And and then maybe you know the Italian buyer that bought it, they feel the same thing. But then they've also now got to they have to sell those thousands of bottles, right? And and sometimes in that chain, it could get lost. And education is a really big part of it. So if our listeners are listening, some might not even know what Recia is, right? I mean, I, I think what we've gathered is it's from Jalisco, right? And what people are more aware of now, obviously, is tequila. Most people are aware of tequila. It's a number one growing category. I think it just beat vodka for the first time in the United States as a category. And then mezcal kind of came off the boots and everybody, I have friends that are like, I don't want to have a margarita unless it's with mezcal. Everybody only wants mezcal now. And so now we're discovering this other amazing spirit called Asia. So talk us through you know, what is the difference between Recia and tequila and mezcal, you know, from where it's grown what and what the final product is like? Well, Recia is a really regional drink and like tequila and mezcal, Recia is made of agave, right? So that is what is uh, common between tequila, mezcal and Recia. And basically, there are three differences between these drinks. One is the region that produces, right? Raicilla is only made in 16 municipalities of Jalisco surrounding the area of Puerto Vallarta. Mm -hmm. And one of Nayarit, which is Bahia de Banderas, and you have there 
uh, really high-end resorts uh, in the area of Punta de Mita. And second, one that you establish the region is the type of agave, right? We, in Raicilla, we can only use five types of agave, excluding the Blue Weber that is used to tequila. So the one uh, agave that we use, it's called agave maximiliana. And this agave grows in the high elevation uh, from, uh, let's say, 1,400 meters to 1,600 meters. And third is the process. Um, the process that we use is, all, is everything handmade. We don't have any electricity, like Anna said, um, in the taverna. So these, all of these combination of factors helps to have this amazing product that is basically organic and it's still done like a hundred or 200 years ago, right? In the process, we have uh, stainless steel distillation and also we have a type of distillation that's called ancestral, meaning that 200 years ago when the Spaniards were governing Mexico, um, they would bring the Philippine workers or slaves from the Philippines and they brought distillation with them. And first they started distillation with coconut. And after that was prohibited, they moved the distillation to agave, right? We were already fermenting the agave, but we didn't know about distillation. So that merge of culture brought us distillation of agave. And Raicilla was kept in the mountains, you know, away from the big uh, companies. And actually, Jose Cuervo traded this, the name Raicilla for around 100 years to prevent Raicilla from emerging as a category. And in 2019, the government of Jalisco was awarded the nomination of origin. And Ana was actually, uh, she was giving the speech of the opening ceremony that day. So really what you're, what you're drinking is uh, a lot of culture, a lot of work that is handmade, a lot of labor. And this is still done in a really um, ancient way. So that is why the price point of this beverage is higher than tequila and mezcal. Wow, that's that's fascinating history. Um, I would like to know, there's been a lot of talk now about the industry, the sustainability around Mezcal and that, you know, there's concern with the plants and, and the sustainability and the overproduction of that. You know, when you think of Recia and also, you know, explaining the higher cost because it's super limited, not only is it as a higher elevation, but it's like planted in very rocky sides of the mountain, right? So not just like a flat field. Um, what are your thoughts on the sustainability of the plants that are used? And are there any concerns of production if it does become super popular like a mezcal and tequila that you be, you know, that the production wouldn't affect, you know, the actual growth of the, the plants and the, the reproduction of the plants? Of course, that's uh, one of the First thing that, that we thought when we saw the exportation and how after the denomination of origin, uh, the eyes of the world came to Resilla and we see it in the Consejo in the border, how a lot of people came 
to be part of the Consejo, to learn, to commercialize. So we have been uh, working on this part just organically uh, because we love our land. <laughs> and we have been planting since uh, eight years ago now because Julio uh, has been planting as well. We have our greenhouse uh, that we, uh, the Agave Maximiliana reproduced uh, by seed. So we have a greenhouse that we, we, we take care of the agaves there, it's in the taverna. And we also have some programs. One of the most uh, popular that we love is Planta Una Reina. It's a volunteer program where we uh, one week of coming to the taverna as a volunteer or in work there, planting agaves. Like you said, uh, it's planting on the mountain. So it's really hard work, but you also cook with a producer family. You learn about the Resilla culture. And we have a glamping site that we have been creating to these years. And now it's so, so, so beautiful. Um, and we we plant there. So now we are focused on two, two things on Resilla, which is the marketing to create this demand, but at the same time, the sustainability. So we have this program also, uh, we have a lot of collaboration with artists and designers. So they are creating um, paper with the fibers of the agave. Um, they want to create clothing that also all the pencas of the agave. So we have a lot of programs that we know that is going to develop this year, 2023. But planting a reina, you come here to plant one agave in eight years, uh, uh, will give you a bottle of la reina reisilla from the agave that you plant. So in this year, we always do it before rain season, which is the last week of May, the first week of June, approximately. This year, we just uh, saw the calendar and it's going to be from the First of June to the fifth of the fourth of it's Sunday, I think. So it's gonna be four days of volunteer. And the thing, uh, the objective here is to bring people, and of course you all, you are invited, <laughs> and to bring me here to the principle, like the voices to understand and can be promoted with a conscience what is Raysia and that. Before I said all the challenges that Racia has, but all but that's all the opportunities that we have. So there's no a lot of brand of Racias in the market. So that's the huge opportunities that we have. So we can be the first to create what is Racia in the right direction to make the things right to make it sustainable. Like not like the saying like we really do it, and people can be part of this way of this um yes this objective this goal i love you know that that experience of being able to go there and plant your own resia plant right and and being able to just experience that and and doing that work i didn't realize that you actually get your bottle from the plant that you planted while you were there. I know you had to wait eight years. So I think that makes it even more special. Um, as our listeners are paying attention and say, I want to volunteer, 
how does, how do you, how do you manage that? How does one volunteer and be able to participate in this type of experience? Do you do one per year or do you do a few? Um, I'm going to put it in my calendar because I want to be a part of that. We have a website that you can sign up. Uh, it's basically on Eventbrite that we can share you that link. Uh, we'll open it uh, soon enough this year. And we have limited spaces for 40 people. Mm-hmm. So we do one each year. And this is precisely because we have only a window of time for producing Raisilla, which is the dry season. It starts from November all the way to May and June when the rain season starts. So we actually select that window to start the plantation and we plant for three months. So last year we planted 80,000 new agaves, which is around um, like 15 hectares of new baby agaves. And this is not like uh, just an open field we take out only the oak trees to make firewood to cook the ricilla, but we let the pine trees grow, grow up because the ricilla uses agave maximiliana and that type of agave prefers sun and shadow at the same time. So the pine trees really make that combination that you, they grow really high and you can have both sun and shadow in the same day. And yes, we, we, we can share you that link for, for special people that want to come and experience. It's a lot of job that people really put into. And this is kind of the sustainable part of, of La Reina is that we don't look for to make it a really cheap drink, rather the opposite. You know, we understand that it needs to be a high value drink. So people can understand why it's so um, selective, the people that can access to the drink right now. Eventually, when we plant more agaves, you know, it will be more available. We have um, the biggest agave maximiliana plantations in the region. So that in mind is because we see that it's going to grow as a category um, and really looking forward to a sustainable way of, of making Resilla. And this also, also has to do with the um, end product, you know, like making sure that you're not wasting any resources, that the labels doesn't have any type of, of ink that is not sustainable. We use a uh, type of labels that are actually organic, uh, like a cotton. So all this little decision ultimately when you multiply it for 1,000 or 10,000 bottles affect, you know? So this is a small decision we take in consideration. I mean, the, the last year, I just wanted to add to the Planta Reina, the program. Uh, the last year, a couple of uh, Italians uh, came, uh, that they were the owners of uh, a bar, the, the La Reina is there. So they came here and also a chef, from uh, Beverly Hills that has a Michelin star and also connected to La Reina and he made a ceremony as well. It was really magical. Uh, last year it was, every year has better and better and better. So I believe this year will be also really, really good. And you've done, so you've, you've had this program now for how many years? 
Two. Two. Okay. Two, and, two years. and the volunteers that do get selected, because obviously it's limited, is a mix of of people from, you know, you mentioned you have a chef and then you have, the, you know, from California and then you have the two bar owners from Italy. And I'm sure that it's a very um, special experience that they all, you know, have together and probably create a bond between all of them, especially with the hard work. Describe a little bit what a day would look like when you're there. All these people that have been connected, it has one reason. Also, obviously, the Raisilla and the love of of this spirit, which is really delicious. That something that have been connected to all the programs and all the campaigns that we have been doing, like um, the designers and the owners of bars or chefs or you, is because we realize that we are people that we have been following our passion and our light in the, in the world. So we just sharing that light with the people doing the things right. So with all these great people goes to the taverna. It's just amazing how it's just talking about projects, about new, about how can we collaborate. It's a, like a networking. It's a familia la reina all get together is a friendship for life because we really in create and, and we see how after the plant of Narena, people create collaborations between like, oh, this is the this and this is that. So one day, uh, the first day we arrive there and you get to know to the taberna and the familia. And then you see, we visit all the tabernas around the La Reina, which belong to the same. And this also is something about the sustainability part that you ask, like, how are you going to manage all this big production? So to not get industrialized, we're going to create more tabernas because there's a lot of people there that can produce raicilla and all by the hands of the Maestro Julio Topete, our master distiller. So, so this, uh, we visit the tabernas. And we cook with the familia, so we get in teams. So you, this team will do the breakfast, the next team. So it's really fun to just go there and wake up with a smell of a coffee and talk with Silvia and drink raicilla and then make the tortillas handmade and then go the first group to plantation. And it's really fun, just relax there. And just under the trees, start planting, planting all day. And they go back at night, we make a fire pit and just sharing stories there. Last year was a girl that she was sharing poetry. So she made some poetry to everyone. And it was beautiful because it was about Raisilla, all the connections that she felt in that moment. So it's really bohemian and romantic and really chill and really connect with yourself. It's just a time for yourself. Like a lot of like hot in the day, cold at night, but it's just a magical time, real time of the region of life in your life. Like, oh, this is me. Oh, this is, I understand why they're so passionate now. <laughs> I'm going to share it as well. So yeah, I mean, it sounds like such a beautiful experience because it's such a connection to nature. 
you know, and and really being a part of how this plant is produced because you're enjoying the product, but then you're also part of planting it, you know, for that for that next eight years. Because Oresia is is just such a special, you know, drink that there have been people that request to use it as like even medicinal or ceremonial, right? And and I think that we in in our generation, we we don't really appreciate a lot of the drinks that have been around for forever with you know the indigenous people that actually used it as as medicine and healing and you know and all all the pure stuff that comes with you know some uh, some alcoholic beverages so anna you shared with me the last time of somebody that that really want that used it for a ceremony or something can you explain that and i think you got to participate in that as well i think that's such a beautiful thing and and we <laughs> should do more of that you know when we when we're partaking in these special drinks Yes. Um, well, Julio and Silvia, they, Julio got healed, uh, by, by drinking Resilla and Silvia always when she has cough, put honey and Resilla and Guastecomatec, which, which is a fruit uh, from the coast, but it's a mix really delicious. And they use it like really like a medicine. And also, um, Recently, like a, a year ago, we sent a bottle to a designer or a jewelry, a French designer, that the government of France contact us because the government of Jalisco told the government of France about this small business that we're supporting. So they said, okay, guys, you sell Resilla, but I saw like you sell, you have boots, you have hats. This jewelry designer is going to Mexico. It will be a good idea if you send a bottle to him just to try it and see what you can create together. So we sent a bottle to him, but the girlfriend was Mexican and she was translating all the um, French to me like, oh, and then, well, he, he didn't like the receipt because he doesn't drink any alcohol. So I drink it and I'm sorry, Anna, I took your phone number. Uh, I love tequila, but... I have never tried Resilia before. And what is this? This is an spirit. This has to be drinking in a ceremony. I, I, I give ceremonies. So uh, please let me share this drink in a ceremony. You have to drink it like this. You have to share it with a purpose because it will open your heart. And for us, it has been, of course, whatever it inspires you, we always open to just share that light that you have. So she came to Atenguillo and we did a ceremony in my dad's ranch and under the, the trees. And she said, take some napkins because people are going to cry. And I was like, yeah, right. Uh, maybe just party like in a good situation. I was crying all the time when the ceremony started. And we realized Something they always learning, always learning in life and always learning from this magical project and spirit, but to teach us how to drink it. And on the first drink, 
feel how they open your heart and how you connect with earth and the agave has been in the earth for eight years and you need the sun, the rain and the light and everything, all everything by its one. So it was the same reference by ourselves. It was a coming COVID season, season, so people were really sensitive. Oh, people were crying, but we took this ceremony of Raisilla as la, part of Latin experience to the hotels and the resorts that they have been sharing it and it has been like a totally success, how people connect and really how, and if you drink it with that intention, it's really a powerful plan. Like all the powerful plants that exist on the ancestors, the Maximiliana has a really powerful uh, properties. That's also one of the reasons that we also connect with the chemical results of our every batch, that the level of methanols, it's really, really low. It's the purest of all the agave spirits. To explain a little bit what is this, like all the agave spirits, like tequila and mezcal, the law permits to have 300 milligrams per liter of methanol. And the methanol is like this is the, the, the thing that goes to your head. Like sometimes when you drink tequila, like, oh my God, what happened yesterday? Mm-hmm. But with Raysia, it never goes to your head. You always feel it in your body. You conscious, of course, uh, with, with um, moderation. moderation, yes. But it goes to the body. You never go. I mean, you're more talkative, more creative. If you're like with music, you want to dance because you start feeling in your body, but it never is in your head. So is that reason that we understand now that, of course, is the hand of the master distiller that you respect the eight to 11 years of the maturity of the agave and the process that are all artisanal. So all everything has, like Juan Pablo said, all the process has the perfectly well done to make this for good Tracilla and the purpose of the Agave Maximiliana that it has the intention of the ceremony. So yes, it's a good um, timing because we're more open to receive more spiritual uh, drinkings or, or, or we want to understand what we're drinking, what we're eating, where everything, what, how, how has been done. So it, it comes all together, really, it fits all really good. That's really a innovative way to taste a product, right? I think that especially in, in the American wine and spirits culture, which is, you know, what I've been exposed to the most is, you know, and I know other countries, I mean, the, the ceremony of how you take in a beverage is very particular. You know, my family's from South Korea. So the way that you pour a drink, the way you reserve it, you know, the way that you receive it and how you it's it becomes a big part of the ceremony of a drink. And I feel like in America, you know, we've just passed that. But now people are taking it in more and it's not just, you know, what does it look like? What does it smell like? And what does it taste like? It's really about what is in this glass? Where was it made from? What was that year like? How does it make you feel? You know, what are all the hands that have touched it? Um, learning more about the specific plant that it comes from, I think is just incredible that you were able to take that moment and then incorporate it into your experience and and into your um, 
activations at the hotels um, and the resorts. So if you mentioned that on normal, a tequila can have up to like 300 milliliters of ethanol and you said ricea is very low. So what is that comparison just for any scientific person that's listening? I'm curious. Yes, it's, it's, so the ethanol is the good alcohol and methanol is the bad alcohol. So the methanol levels on Raicilla La Reina is 20 out of 300. Mm. Yes. So this factor. Okay. Yes. Mm. So, so this factor really is just the quality in the drink. And that is one of the reasons that I personally fall in love with Raicilla. You know, I would always get a back hangover from drinking tequila or and we were the first ones to try mezcal in Guadalajara because this is a southern drink, the mezcal. So people were bringing from Oaxaca to Jalisco the mezcal. And once that we we found out that we had uh, an ancestral way of drinking the agave was ricilla, and in Puerto Vallarta it's more recognized. And you have these two zones that produce ricilla. You have this, the coastal zone that use one type of agave and the Sierra zone. So in, in the coastal, they have higher levels of methanol. So we, we kind of realized that the plant is actually that's more compatible with humans, right? And that is because the agave maximiliana that is used, it has these properties, right? So for me, it was really something that my body really likes, right? Like I can tolerate and I even enjoy it. And with other alcohols, I would wake up, you know, like not feeling well and just lay over in bed. And with Ricea, I feel like really energized the next morning. Some people that have tried it, they even go like do an exercise. And I'm like, yes, that's Ricea, you know, because you, you, you have this energy with you, right? So that's the Maximiliana plant. And, and we're really grateful for it because, as you said, the way of, of honoring the drink and the intention you set up of the connection that you make, it's all about the space that you create, right? So uh, for us, that's been a way of connecting with new people, of, of meeting new places that we never thought possible of going these really luxury hotels and, and they open the doors for us and really are now more in a way of, of connecting with the story on the people that are behind it. And you said it perfectly, you know, that now we are um, more aware of what we put into our bodies and not just something that is easy to grab and just drink. It's just like, okay, I want to know who made it, what was the process, um, how, how did it make me feel? And that's actually the culture that's behind it. So uh, I think as a brand, La Reina has been stood up and to, to another brand because, uh, well, you can see Anna's hat, uh, but we connect with, with these really talented fashion designers and really make an effort to put out the culture first and then the drink will come after, you know, but you have to understand the environment and the people that is around it to be able to, to value what, what you're drinking. I mean, it's for me, it's it's a pleasure that, I you know, I've been able to meet both of you and it's through this 
you know, wonderful digital environment we have through LinkedIn that we were able to connect. And, you know, and and for me, it's just so exciting not only to be introduced to a new product that I haven't been aware of, you know, that that have been created by, you know, the ancestors and has been around for a long time, but also seeing how you know, you guys are are bringing it and, and making it more accessible to the world, um, but in a very positive, loving and sustainable way. Um, and with all the, you know, the fashion and the culture that surrounds it. And it's it's just really exciting. And, you know, I, I really want to thank you for your time and for sharing your story. And we all look forward to hearing more about it. And, you know, as you guys develop, um, learning more about Recia La Reina and, you know, hopefully maybe we could do a live version, you know, from the experience of, of planting, you know, a, a new plant. But thank you very much for your time today. No, thank you. It has been amazing. It has been amazing to be able to share something that that is just there in everyone is just that, like Juan Pablo said, we're really grateful for for the agave that big us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the able to share, yes, and and we have a mission with very proud and to share with love and doing the things right. And it's a it's not a hard. It's just a, a learned way that uh, we have learned every day. It's <laughs> A day of learning, and we we understand that uh, there's a long path to go to continue. We have really a lot of faith in God and and the people. And when we connect with people like you, it's just like thank you, God. We understand we're on the right path. It's sometimes it's difficult, but thank you so much for this opportunity and for sharing with your audience and the people that are listening. And I hope everyone can try a little bit of our Raizia La Reina and they understand why it's so delicious. <laughs> Absolutely. And we will. We will. Sorry, Juan Pablo. No, just um, that in the United States, people that are listening, we currently have it online. Just Google La Reina Raizia and it will get you to some retailers. And as well, you know, looking for new opportunities like in the side of the investment that we are going to raise uh, this Series A. Also, you know, key partnership like Southern can really help develop the category. So opening to new possibilities and without limitation, just keep pushing forward. And we're really excited to keep sharing this. I, I hope uh, for the next 10 years, we'll be here if God permits that. But really, we're looking to see a new a new history in the chapter of, of spirits. And you're welcome to visit us in Puerto Vallarta. It's a beautiful destiny in the Bay. And really experience Raizilla the way that uh, I was introduced with. And now that we're able to share it with more people. Uh, so thank you for this opportunity. Well, that's wonderful. And and anything I can do to help, you know, with um, with all your big plans, but I'm glad you put it out there because, you know, it's a big marketplace. There's a lot of investors looking for for new, amazing opportunities. And I truly believe it's going to be about, 
you know, the two of you picking and choosing, you know, uh, where you want to go and the growth that you want at the terms that you want to maintain, you know, the love that you have of the product and the sustainability. I think that's, you know, right now it looks like that's the easy part. I think that's the hard part to maintain <laughs> as um, interest peaks and, and people want to get involved. Um, so I wish you all the best. And I know that this is just more of many conversations to come. So um, best of luck to both of you. And, you know, may you have a wonderful continuation to the year. Thank you so much. And see you for Pantona Reina. 2023. Thanks for listening. Served Up is brought to you by Southern Glazers Wine and Spirits. Produced by Zunu.online. Music by We Kill the Lion can be found on Spotify. Make sure to subscribe to be notified of future Served Up episodes. Cheers! <laughs>